Hello and welcome to your cricket podcast Turning Point. Now earthquakes and explosions are being felt in several parts of the world and the Indian cricket ecosystem to experienced a Virat quake on Saturday evening when test captain Virat Kohli resigned from his job. To talk about what this shock resignation means, I am joined by senior journalist Sharda Ugra and sports broadcaster Prakash Bakankar. Thank you for joining me on the podcast and welcome to the show. Sharda, were you shocked? Uh yeah, I was uh, shocked or you know astonished when the when the decision came, when the news came that he had quit. Um I'd been writing something about how the Indian team had behaved on the third uh, evening of the test match. Uh but uh, you would think that it has pretty much uh, uh when you you understood that his captaincy had been on the line and he hadn't won the series. Uh, then now we are hearing that had he won the series he would also have quit uh, which is also fully possible. Um yeah but I was I was surprised and then I realized that uh, you know announcing this on social media is the way to go it's become the uh decision trend isn't it it's become the hottest <laughs> trend that you know though he's done it so I'm going to do it and the BCCI I can do whatever it wants after I made my announcement yeah but prakash tell me what was most shocking about this that he decided to give up captaincy or the moment he chose which doesn't look to me like a very virat kohli thing to do I actually disagree I think it's a very Virat Kohli thing to do uh, in okay. the sense if you want to do something uh, dramatic which is what he's always been right he's been the most animated uh, the most expressive good or bad uh, but somebody who's worn his heart on his sleeve right he's uh, you you always mm. know what you're getting with Virat Kohli I think he's mm. not that uh, sort of serene looking face and you don't know what's going on inside you know exactly what's happening Uh, mm-hmm. so very much virat like and, and just to add to what sharda was saying uh, look in the corporate world i can tell you from personal experience there are resignations now being sent on whatsapp so maybe that's the way the, the world is going to move right <laughs> not unheard of and, and you know yes please i just want to yeah. say one thing here that now you're sitting about it's almost uh, been about 36 hours since the announcement came uh, and you're thinking that look this resignation has distracted us from the series defeat is distracted us from the fact that our test match batting is very brittle in the, in the middle order it's been for a long time and from the fact that we need to maybe look at this whole five bowlers though i love the theory of playing five bowlers i love the favorite word of the this current generation the intent behind it uh, and is distracted us from the fact that we had an absolutely reprehensible show of conduct by the indian team in cape town and oh. i have to say this because it has been driving me crazy for the last two days you know Would you say that he decided to jump before he was pushed? I would think so. I would think so. It was like let me be in control of my own destiny and let me just do this, you know, because also he's got a new coach and his affection for Ravi Shastri with whom he worked and the success that they both enjoyed is very much there and maybe it's his acceptance of the fact that things have changed and he has of course antagonized the BCCI president before leaving for South Africa. So, mm-hmm. although I think it was a question of jump before being pushed. Prakash interesting words there in the Instagram post the social media post he put out he said i have always believed in giving 120% in everything i do and if i can't do that i know it is not the right thing to do so do you think that he in the new scheme of things the new management is not able to do things that perhaps he and ravi shastri did together and hence that may have pushed him to you know take this decision 
you know rika uh, i i don't know uh, i have a lot of respect and regard for sharda i do politely disagree with the fact that he he jumped before he was pushed i really mm-hmm. don't think that even if that had to happen uh, that it would have happened so quickly um indian captains of bygone eras were treated very very shabbily i don't think that uh, the bcci would have had the uh, ability if that's the word to make the change at the top so quickly but that being said and to address your specific question now we can all sit here and speculate about the uh, the sort of unsaid words between the lines and to that extent your question about was he leaving more unsaid than was actually stated explicitly yes you can argue that uh, which means that if i am not going to be allowed to go and scream into the mic then i am mm. not going to be the captain right is that mm. the kind of uh, theory it's, it, that's a little bit childish uh, and i would have probably thought that that might be the virat when he first started i think virat mm-hmm. the husband particularly virat the father and the years that uh, have gone by he has matured we saw different sides of virat kohli uh, in his tenure as captaincy uh, while there was the consistency of you know the intensity and the expressiveness and all of that and we can argue whether that's right wrong where is the line when how many times did he cross it was he the brat <laughs> brat of indian cricket or world cricket absolutely and, and and i have no problem with any of that we spend a lot of time watching bollywood and in the in the lockdown we watched a lot of series on all kinds of uh, ott platforms right i think we've all become miniature sherlock holmes now we want <laughs> drama we want to yeah. find little little bits and pieces because listen that's what that's what gets people talking right mm-hmm. so uh, there could be some truth in it i don't think and sharda probably knows rahul dravid a lot better than i do i don't think rahul dravid is the kind of guy who will give carte blanche uh, but mm-hmm. i don't think he's the kind of guy who is going to be uh, doing things that are going to be detrimental to the interest of indian cricket and i do believe that at this mm-hmm. point in time at this very moment uh, there is a bit of a vacuum because mm. there is a question of who's going to fill that job and i mm-hmm. i do believe that that is the reason that even if the bcci and the powers that be had decided that mm. it was time for a change in red ball cricket also i don't think mm. it would have happened so dramatically at the end or the day after the uh, unsuccessful campaign to win the series in south africa you know prakash even when virat kohli took over uh, uh, the captaincy reins in 2015 i have not been i was not a big fan of him but over a period of time i think two moments that i uh, really would admire him and admire him uh, till now are the moments when he said that this is new india it was before the australia series and when he stood up for mohammad shami those were uh, two moments for me which are the you know coming to you and asking the same question uh, uh, do you think that virat kohli wouldn't have been able to execute plans or things right now the way he would have uh, done under ravi shastri rika that's sort of theoretical in the sense that we don't know uh, unless the situation takes place and then you get information about it uh what has certainly happened in virat kohli's under his tenure in which the changes that are have been have come about in indian cricket have been dramatic and a lot of them have been wonderful you've got some great results uh we've had some great uh, cultural shifts in a lot of things in in how uh, the team plays uh in the good pitch 
and uh, so there's no telling you know what uh, situation would have been like uh, until it said what also happened sorry i just was digressing somewhere is mm-hmm. that uh, the whole thing has become it is the outside world versus us you know it's mm-hmm. the outside mm-hmm. world doesn't know xyz the outside yeah. world doesn't know what happens Mm. and to which i would want to say with a great in a, in a little bit condescending way also yeah. i thought now you are saying that you know so i am just yeah. i am being dramatic yeah. and a bit quiet uh, at this point about that but uh, so this out and i just want to say you know with full respect to everyone in the indian cricket superstardom uh, sort of ecosystem is that you know gentlemen it's the outside world that pays you your salaries you could not play this game without the outside world looking at you you know so um this outside world thing of me versus us maybe they needed it to to sort of spark to get, make them inspired maybe it's a great psycho it was a great psychological uh, sort of thing that worked with the team who knows uh, the fact was that under uh, you know so would kohli have got along with rahul dravid in that sense i'm sure they just have a great deal of respect for each other as cricketers um what would that internal dynamic have been like we don't know but i would mm. uh, suggest at this point that rahul dravid is perhaps more uh, acutely aware of what it's like on the basis of experience mm. both as a player mm. and as a coach as mm-hmm. to deal with diverse people in the dressing room to deal with a vast number of different personalities in the dressing room which he right. he experienced both as a player and now as a coach then virat kohli uh, does because mm. there is a lot of uh, there is nobody kohli's career was basically he was the central figure in indian cricket there was mm. no one that was on parallel in until the sort of rise of uh, rohit sharma and that the rivalry that came to be which exists doesn't exist whatever um there was no one there uh, who stood on the same sort of platform platform yeah you know so uh, there is also that there is also that uh, which is part of that legacy is that there is no one behind you in the sense but at the same mm. time in a very curious uh, coincidence in 2007 rahul dravid won a test series against england after 32 years he was leading mm. as captain uh, mm. this is just after greg chapel had left and gone era. yes yeah after the era, and then he quit himself without any sort of uh, this thing he suddenly quit Like he mm. just announced it because that's where and this, this was before the World T20 was happening. This was, I think, a couple. That was when Anil Kumble took over. Yes, the and, another and, transition. No, again, Dhoni yeah. took over. Then Dhoni took over because the, right, Dhoni took over. Players, yes, a lot of the players went from the UK. A couple of them, not all of them, several mm. of them went straight from England all the way to South Africa for that. Uh, for that, uh, so I'm uh, talking about Anil Kumble taking over as test captain. As a test captain, that happened test later. Test captain, so. yeah, happened later. Yeah, Dhoni yeah. took so over as the 2020 captain. Yeah. 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 yeah the the white ball captain the 2020 captain whatever it was mm. that sort of phase mm. of transition so we do worry that who will take over but somebody will you know there's a, a power and it doesn't exist in a vacuum a power is always occupied you know <laughs> okay there are enough so, enough takers for it charda you're right exactly. and you know just exactly. just in a lighter way in this this whole sort of us versus the rest of the world and i completely agree with you sharda there totally uh, is a process that actually if you really think back began towards the end of ms dhoni's time Yes. Uh, there was that yes. whole yeah, thing about cutting true. out the world, and maybe yes. uh, Virat just carried that process forward yeah. uh, in a lighter yeah. vein. I have this theory about you know Mumbai cricket, right? Uh, and Mumbai cricket has this famous uh, word or line, uh, which is uh, and the acronym is G P U, which in which in Hindi means "gire tobi tang upar." So we are, we know, we know what we are doing. All you guys are kind of lesser mortals. 
Yes, Idiot. the occasional one we will respect. But you know mm-hmm. what? We we know what we're doing, and we are the masters of our place. So that is one, and that's very very Mumbai cricket, and very much the kind of approach that Ravi Shastri would have driven. And in Virat, I think they formed a, a pair which took that to uh, rather absurd levels at some points in time, for sure. <laughs> Now that being said, and coming back to the topic of, of Virat Kohli and his captaincy mm-hmm. and so on and so forth, I think nobody will doubt. That he made changes, he made lots of different things happen. Sharda alluded to many of them. The fact of the matter that worries me is about the famous BCCI, right? And I've always mm. maintained that Indian cricket achieves in spite of and not because of <laughs> the right. BCCI, right? Mm. Uh, and that is where one has to really see uh, what has happened, how is the process going to be handled, because there could be careers. Uh, that that will get impacted and affected. I mean, in a strange mm-hmm. kind of way, without batting for Ajinkya Rahane, I actually feel bad for him. I mean, if the guy was averaging 60 in the last 12 months, it would have been a very automatic position for him. But right now, right. I don't think he or Pujara will be will be moving forward, in my opinion. But, and but perhaps the, fact the is, players on the fringe who get affected all the more by a sudden decision like this. They could, they could. I mean, it all depends, right? I mean, who was the first dominant? figure as captain right you mm-hmm. think back over the years and for me at least from when i started following it i remember 2004 sort of ganguly going to australia and i i i don't write much but i attempted once to say and i said when boys became men because that was the first time that indian cricket made an attempt to stand mm-hmm. in the face of and look the opposition in the eye right. till then right. till then we were at best participants and often we were very willing to sort of be very accommodative about everything i mean the mm-hmm. the calling back by vishwanath of uh, bob taylor great example of sportsmanship and so on and so forth the transfer of personality of indian cricket really began mm-hmm. with saurav i think virat took it to a different level and mm-hmm. that is where i think the transition and the changes are worrisome right virat mm-hmm. has built this arsenal of fast bowling and has mm-hmm. made that the lead weapon now is that going to change Will the five bowler theory versus the the any other theory will that alter personalities right. make a huge difference? I mean, I think this series also showed the mm. what Ravindra Jadeja means to this side. Right? Absolutely, it Absolutely. clearly brought that up. I mean, Ashwin wasn't able to perform with the bat, didn't do a much with the ball, but didn't maybe have enough opportunities either. But the mm. fact is, everything gets managed from this backroom engine, and maybe mm. Virat's decision is partly where I have said. that maybe the batsman virat kohli won the argument against the captain virat kohli when the two of them were having their own internal conversation mm-hmm. very interesting um so then um prakash where do you think is the batsman virat kohli's career heading now but well, i certainly hope into into hundreds and hundreds of more runs for india across all formats because i would i'd like to believe and i don't know this for a fact of course i'd like to believe relieved of the of the pressure and being able to channelize that inner sort of energy passion intensity whatever you call it into nothing but his batting and his last two innings the 70 odd and the 20 odd at uh, uh, newlands i think showed this this absolutely amazing determination that he mm-hmm. did want to make a mark and i won't be surprised and i hope for the sake of indian cricket that the odi series in south africa unleashes that unique genius that we all know virat kohli to be i would hope and pray 
that that is not going to fall victim to any of the other reasons uh, that may have caused him to take this decision and i hope that this is the decision that he's taken genuinely above all for himself and the goodness of what it will do to him and it's not some sort of you know brattish behavior saying okay i can't have this particular chocolate so i'm throwing out the whole box of chocolates i don't want i hope and pray that that's not the case chada what do you think no i agree with what prakash says you're hoping that uh, his form comes back and we saw those incredible these two innings that he played in new zealand the last uh, two innings and uh, in his last two innings as test captain and you just saw how badly he wanted to be there how much he wanted to work on it uh in dravid he has got almost the perfect uh, a counselor in that sense when it comes to batting um to be able to help him find his way back to form maybe the white ball will create and would help him and another interesting thing uh, rika is that the next uh, test match that india plays is his 100 test series <laughs> is his 100 but it's against sri lanka at home yeah, right so yeah. you are looking at uh, chances that what is the what could have happened after the series unlikely he would have been sacked as captain uh, mm. for the for a home test series in sri lanka if mm. things didn't go well that way then you know then you go into that other sort of sliding doors thing that what if kind of a but he's taken that shot and now mm. this gives him a chance the sri lanka series will also give him a chance to find his way back in form uh, he'll be playing at home uh so that whatever comes in the next year he goes back to being the prime uh he always was the prime batsman of the of the uh, indian team he's been for the last almost 7 8 if not 10 years as well since 2014 onwards when he made that amazing 100 in australia um and uh, you would want him to go back to that so whatever else is behind this decision uh you would hope that it turns out better for his turns out to the best that it could for his batting because his batting is something uh, you know his captaincy can be replaced all captaincies can be replaced but his batting you cannot replace you know so it's like you are mm-hmm. immediately uh, you know the quality batsmanship um sustained quality batsmanship consistent over uh, a period uh, of time across oh, over a period of time across conditions is hard to find uh in all teams you know so that is what the indian team needs more is and he will be able to hold the batting together if he gets back to Let me ask you yes, at this sorry. point do you think that he was the most powerful indian captain ever uh i don't know actually how would that power then translate into the fact that he had uh, that the bcci sort of cowed out to him in many ways i would say yes if you go by that account uh, definitely um you know the fact that he was able to replace coaches because he didn't like one against the uh, one and he he preferred another and at that point the bcci was headless you know when when it came mm. about they didn't have a, a strong president but at the same time you're looking now you say okay where's the strong president now you know sort of ganguly's president mm. amit shah is secretary but where is the decision making where is their announcement where is anything mm. that's going on all you're here getting is controversy mm. after controversy mm. um a lot of mm. captains have had powerful backing by the bcci heads of the bcci but uh, perhaps you're right in saying that kohli was the only one who basically had the board dancing to his tune because of the circumstances that emerged uh, surrounded yeah. his yeah his his captaincy um i remember this that he had actually once got into a fight with a journalist thinking he was another journalist mm. and he got into this massive in this was in australia yeah. and uh, he was ticked off by the pcci president at the time which was anurag thakur 
mm-hmm. said that you know this is not acceptable from the captain and whatever whatever and this kind of and so, mm-hmm. so there was some other other party that existed outside the uh, mm-hmm. super v kind of uh, universe mm-hmm. but uh, yeah i think you're right in that sense that he uh, had power and he wielded power in that sense what do you uh, think prakash i i would tend to agree with what sharda said look personalities uh drive this thing right uh, i haven't followed virat uh, very closely in his early years but people who have uh, have often told me that as under 19 india captain he was like right mm. he was he was out there you know in your face i want this done this way this is how it's going to be etc etc so mm. in that sense because he came after dhoni who maybe mm. visibly was not like that uh we probably saw it more stark if if he'd come in after saurav ganguly maybe we would not have seen it as such a big difference but clearly the personality overrode it he was who he was he was like a very strong ceo chairman of a corporation who said this needs to get done this way and if this is not going to happen then i don't need this to happen end of story there was and, and who was there to stand up and argue against him uh, ms dhoni had like sharda rightly said the same kind of support through the bcci and in mm. that sense with srinivasan and others i think people like ms got away with whatever they wanted uh, without mm. ever becoming the villains i think virat from the finger he showed to the australian crowds to the behavior at various points in time mm. became the villain and maybe he thrives on that there are mm. people who need that sort of public animosity almost to mm. come to them and they draw positive energy from and translate it into performance and i mm. think virat may well be that kind of person now mm. we'll have to wait and watch how things pan out in the future but uh, i i don't disagree at all with what sharda said or what your premise is that he was arguably one of the uh, more influential uh, uh, captains uh, that that india has had No I asked whether he was the most influential <laughs> the most powerful one of yeah, well, one of is a safe uh, answer one of is a safe <laughs> answer <laughs> No I, I again Sharda uh, you might know yeah. this but uh, I am told by again old timers that Tiger Patodi Uh, hmm. wielded a Correct. huge amount no. of influence right yeah i would not and, know and, about and, that the mana yeah, yeah. yeah would, but would, that's what we hear that you know tiger yeah. would get almost anything he want right? yeah, yeah we've heard the same way about chairman of selectors we've heard about vijay merchant having almost carte blanche uh, yes, at times yes. when he was chairman yes. of selectors so these are personalities i think and these are eras and so, circumstances yeah maybe erika looking at it in a in a sort of a modern sense if you're looking at say the post uh, 83 generation of captains mm-hmm. then you went and i mean basically there are people i can remember you know so mm-hmm. so uh, it would be correct in the 21st century you say yeah but you know, no matter what uh, was said and i think people forget rita uh, dusra is that in indian cricket for a very long time till dhoni captains mm-hmm. were appointed series by series right it is right. series by series or till the end of the season maximum it wasn't till mm-hmm. the world cup it wasn't till whatever mm-hmm. else it was very much everyone was on the burner the whole time and uh, venkat raghav was exactly. sharda exactly exactly <laughs> exactly so finally uh, yeah finally let me ask you um whoever succeeds virat kohli well there are talks that it could be rohit sharma it could be kl rahul do you think prakash um, india can remain as the number one test side now well look uh, a captain uh, will be a key element of the side but i don't think the captain makes the side alone by himself 
the talent is there i think the template is there uh the desire and the intensity i doubt if that will win uh, so quickly there will be a change of personnel in the squad particularly in the batting department these people who come in will be desperate to succeed and will want to show that them being kept out was an aberration so i actually think that uh, sometimes refreshing the the mix as they call it is actually going to be better and if as sharda and i both have said if virat the batsman gets back to preeminence with a few new faces and a leader who has the ability to seek counsel from virat and remember rishabh pant's name is being started to be thrown around that may be a bit bit without uh, sort of left of field at the moment but those are the kind of calls that will happen and i for one actually think that indian cricket will move forward and build on the strength uh, particularly in test match cricket that uh, will be virat single biggest legacy in my mind Shadda, I mean, I couldn't have put it better than Prakash has. You know, he said it with a broadcaster speak without stopping, without doing ah, without doing so. I just leave it to him. He just, he just <laughs> encapsulated it perfectly. You know, uh, so I I agree completely in that sense. Uh, because whatever it is, they want to be the number one team in the league, right? Because from the time that uh, Kumble was the captain and made this the template that this is what we have to achieve for. Then, as a test team, we'll want to be uh, the number one in the world. There is no shortcuts. There is no other way. This is what oh, it is. Yeah. Now we want to win the test champ, world test champ. We want to win. It's been ten years since we won a cricket world cup. We want to win another. So it's like the targets are still there. They won't go away because your captain has changed. You know, uh, these are very proud and very talented and very driven uh, uh, people that are there. Now, which will include Virat in the mix. You know? So. So perhaps this is the time that we will uh, hope for the Indian cricket team not just to remain in their position as the number one Test team, but also win those big trophies that have been missing from their cabinet for a very long time, at least since 2013. Thank you very much, Sharda. Thank you very much, Prakash, for joining me on the podcast. Thank you.